You need to be intentional about life. You cannot just live a life of doubt, a life of trials and error. You need to move on in life with accuracy and speed. Good day, ladies and gentlemen, to favorite anchor here once again. And my name is Avimbala AA. And I hope that you enjoyed the last episodes on Live After NYC with our special guest, Confidence Ikem Sinachi, the CEO of AfroBliss Digital Solutions. So today, I'll just do a quick wrap-up of what we talked about Live After NYC. So it is important that you know what you want to do after NYC. Okay. And this journey starts from even your NYC period, which is why you need to pay attention to it. For somebody currently serving and you are listening to this, this is for you. For somebody who is still an undergraduate and you are looking at this next phase of your life, this is also for you. And for you, dear listener, which you have people around you, your brother, your sister, your family, friend, somebody around your circle of influence that you know this world is for, make sure that you forward the link to them. Now, let's continue. It is very important because whatever decisions they make at that period, during their NYC and even after NYC, they will swear on the wings of those decisions. And it's either those decisions put them forward into the line of positive results or into the line of consequences in which to change some of those decisions would be very hard because by that time, negative results would be coming in. So it is important that they make right decisions. Right decisions. Right D-E-C-I-S-I-O-N-S. Right decisions. And it starts from you knowing who you are. Who you are in God. It's not about who the society says you are. It's about who God says you are. So who are you in God? Have you discovered God's plan and purposes for your life? Or you are just swimming through life like just let me go through life i'm like just any other person no you are not just like any ordinary person out there you are unique you have potentials in you you have giftings in you you have talent in you have you discovered them because it saddens my heart sometimes when people say that okay there's really nothing they can do nothing and i'm like have you discovered those talents in you those gifts in you have you discovered them what are you doing with them what are you doing with them because you need to know them that's why people by the time they finish nyc and they go back to their different places they start complaining there's no job there's no work out there and ask them what can you do with your talent that can generate income for you what can you do with those giftings are you maximizing them are you You have to discover them. Because if you don't find your purpose, that means every other part will just look like your own part to you. And it's not. It's just like somebody that wants to run a race and the person has already been positioned on a lane. And the person 
is not even aware of the difference. There may be a number or a mark, and the post maybe goes somewhere and returns back. The person start looking like okay, it's one lane one mile, lane two mile, lane three mile, lane four mile. The person will be confused. You don't want to be confused in life. You don't want to be confused about your next life. You don't want to be confused about where you should go. No, because if you don't really know who you are, you can just settle for anything lesser than what God really has in mind for you. And this is where the relationship aspect comes into place. You see, people. Probably okay. The person was not um, engaged while on campus, and the person went for NYSC. I met this girl that they met on the camp, and they keep getting friendly and friendly and friendly. And then emotion starts setting in, and they're like, "Wow, we can really work together." And then along the line down the lane, maybe a year later, they just feel that they are not just so compatible with each other. And then they have to go their separate ways. That is wasting of time, my dear. That's why you need to get this right about your purpose. Not every lady out there is for you. To the guys, not lady out there is for you. To the ladies, not every guy out there is for you. The fact that you meet somebody today and it's just so cool, is scary, is nice, is tall, is handsome, that that's the person. That's not the person. Or for a guy, oh, that girl, she knows how to cook. She can take care of a man. I like her. She's beautiful. She knows how to carry herself, this and that. Maybe she's the one. Maybe she's not the one. You need to be sure. Because you cannot afford to marry somebody that will not be able to team up with you in your journey of life, purpose, and vision. You cannot. Because, my dear, peace of mind is important. If there is no peace of mind, there cannot be any form of rest. And you need it. You need it. You don't want to live a life as a married man that you wake up in the morning, you're already troubled. Or you leave your place of work and you're already troubled that you're going home. And you have no rest. It will affect your result at work. It will affect every other thing around you. So you need to get it right. You need to get it right. And the only way you can get it right is by getting it right from your creator. You know only the present and you know the past in which you've been coming from. You don't know the future. It is only your creator that knows the future because he was the one that created it initially. And he has plans, he has purposes for you. And if you are not intimate with him, you cannot grasp the full picture of it. And you need it. You need it. You don't want to marry a guy that now he looks so, in fact, he looks so perfect for you. But in two years' time, it's going to turn into a monster that will be beating you up. You don't want to end up with such a person. But you might not even know now what the person is capable of. Because the art of man is desperately wicked. It's not written on the forehead. People go out there, wear their shirts, wear their shoes, wear their polo shirts. 
wear their jeans, wear their canvas, wear their gowns, their blouses, their skirts, their trousers, their shoes, their high heels. It's not written on the forehead. It's not. And everybody comes out like that, they're like, wow, wow. The handsome ones are here. Wow, the gorgeous ones are here. It's far more than that. Because they're going to be treading on a path, a very long path for that matter. And that is the path of marriage. It is not something to be rushed into. That's why sometimes you see some people, they rush into it and they are so eager to come out, to rush out. Like they cannot come and kill themselves. They need a breathing space. Which is why even before you venture into marriage, you must be so certain of the reason why you are venturing into it. Why do you want to marry? You want to marry because of a big cake or because of the gifts that would come, because of the cash that you'd realize after selling that should be clothes. Or because the dad has promised you that once you get some more than you do to marry, I'm gonna be dropping millions for you. I'll give you a car to ride. Or is it the wedding car they are looking at? Or is it the suit? Or is it your group's wedding bandas? Or that day? Why exactly are you getting married? You are getting married because you guys get you guys met each other. Maybe they're a friend and then they hook the guys up and feel like, wow, we are so perfect for each other, let's go on. Or because of peer pressure, or because of age, why do you really want to get married? Or because you feel like, okay, I've waited this long, okay, we need to sleep with each other, let us get married. Or you just want to have that ring on your finger, you want to be known as married man, married woman, why are you getting married? Why do you want to get married? Just for both of you to be alone on your own, free from all other people, is that why you want to get married? Why? You want to have that bridal shower, you want to make that year, is that why you want to get married? You want to cruise around town with your lady, take pictures, everybody calling you, oh, the latest couple in town. Is that why you want to get married? Because of honeymoon, maybe to Zimbabwe, Malaysia, Turkey, or even Canada. Is that why you want to get married? You really need to find out why you want to get married. Why do you want to marry? Because if you don't have a purpose of who you are, you won't know the person that even fits you. And then you just end up with somebody and then later in the future you start wondering that how did we get here? How? But by that time it would be too late. So you need to discover your purpose. You need to. You need to think about things that you do effortlessly. Things that you know you can do to impact lives out there. Life after NYC is not just for you to go back to the same status you were before you left go back to your parents' house and start collecting money. No, what do you want to do? What do you want to make happen? People say that, yes, there are a lot of limited offers out there, limited jobs out there. But what can you do with your skills? What skills have you learned? What skills have you learned? What talents do you have that you can maximize into income for you? 
what gifts do you have in you that you are really maximizing what potentials do you have in you some people can even trace it when they were young when they were so little that maybe their parents noticed that kind of thing in them oh you are good at this you can do this you can do that but because they didn't pay much attention to it they were not able to groom it it's not too late so you need to find it out life after nyc it's a phase in which is supposed to prepare you towards your future towards where you are going to and if at this period you are still not sure about God's plan and purposes for you, you are still not sure about that direction, then you need to ask him. You need to create that time for him to ask him to get it right. And after getting it right, to keep getting better, my dear. But you need to get it right at first. You cannot afford to live a life of trial and error. You cannot. You just don't want to live any other life like any other person out there. Just go to school, serve, go back home, just sit down like that. How do you want to impact lives? Do you see yourself as a change maker in this generation? Where do you think you can come in? What impact do you want to make? Have you identified the solution out there? Have you identified the problem out there that you think you are the solution to it? Have you? And what conscious efforts are you taking each day towards it? So you need to be sure you want to venture into business. Are you sure that that business is for you? Because some people say that they want to venture into business. They start, they give them six months. They close down the business. They're like, oh, I didn't even see it come. I didn't know it was going to be like this. That business that you have in mind, have you done a lot of research works on it? Do you have a map for it? I was talking with somebody, a friend of mine, who told me that, okay, his friends wants to venture into business and asked, what are the structures, the plans for it? Have they been mapped out? And said no, that she's saying she needs money first. It's not about the money first. Even if somebody is going to help you, the person is going to ask you your plans. Your plans. An architect will draw out his plan. Okay, draw out the plan of it. The map of the house. Okay, this is what is going to be like. And follow it. What are the structures you put in place? The strategies. Have you found somebody who's already in that line of business? Ask the person. Learn from them. The challenges that they were able to overcome. So that even by the time you get to that phase and those things that come, you know what to do. You don't back down because I tell you, even as business person, there will be risk. And if you are not motivated enough, if you are not so certain they are supposed to be in that business, you just shut it down. We have people in which they started business six years ago and the business is no more today. Why? Because they gave up when everything was looking so down. So you need to be so sure. You want to venture into business? Fine. You want to venture, you want to advance in your career. What conscious efforts are you taking to hit? You want to learn the course? Have you found out what it takes for that course? Have you found out where to do it? How to go about it? Are you saving up for that course? You need to be intentional about your life. You need to be intentional about it. You need to. You want to lecture? You are thinking of lecturing? Have you found out the schools you can apply for? Have you? I'm thank God for this era of technology. 
in which fast fast it's at your fingertips all you have to do is just make your own research have you found out have you found out the schools where you can really teach those courses are you making conscious effort towards applying is your cv good enough or your cv is just scattered there and there you know some some, some people are so funny by the time you tell them that okay there's an offer for you and they tell you oh send your cv that's it they're like cv 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 can you give me two days i need to repackage this. you need to be prepared my dear opportunities does not wait for you opportunity should may should find you ready should find you ready you need to be prepared so the any slightest opportunity you take full grasp of it and you maximize it so whatever path you want to go into you want to go even into ministry are you building yourself up for the work that god has for you are you or you just keep shouting oh god has called me to ministry i want to be into ministry what are you doing are you learning day by day at the feet of the master learning how god speaks Finding the ways in which Holy Spirit communicates to you, being guided by the Spirit, being cautious of the fact that life is spiritual, despite, yes, there are so many physical things around to enough to distract you, being cautious of that fact that you need to be sensitive in the Spirit by time that you really need to know what to do, being sensitive that you know that even people in, at the corridors of power, they have what they bank on, it's either they are for God or for the devil, they are, there is no vacuum in the Spirit. There's no one you see and say that nothing. It's either they are for God or for the devil or for Goni. Because they know that they can come for a meeting and somebody has already put something on the chair. And if that prompting is not telling them, don't sit, they know that they are, they are, they are, they are done for. So are you making conscious of what it is? Are you reading books? Are you listening to messages? Are you listening to tapes? Are you going every day? Are you interceding? Are you praying? Are you fasting? Or is even or you cannot even discipline yourself in the place of food you cannot you want to go into politics okay what trade are you making plans on what trade are you aware of the constitutions guiding nigeria are you how much more do you know about the previous leaders of nigeria where do you want to start from from your local government from where you need to start from somewhere it is not just by mouth live a conscious life daily towards where you are going you need to be conscious about it you need to you cannot just live life carelessly you need to it is very important you are preparing for marriage after nyc okay fine good yes you are so sure that this is who god wants you to marry and you want to marry yes are you preparing towards it? Not just preparing for that wedding, preparing for life after the marriage. Are you? Is it that you are only preparing for that day alone? Maybe you've chosen 28th or 25th of December, or even January 1st. Are you just preparing for that day alone or preparing for life after it? Remember, wedding is a day, marriage is a lifetime. Are you preparing? Have you been reading books? Do you know your wife's your, your wife to be love language? Do you know how she prefers to be angry whenever she's angry? Whenever he's hungry? Have you read books on that? 
ways to make your marriage work ways to play your part because people just think that a good marriage is automatic it is not not even a good marriage a great marriage because it's either your marriage is just good very good or even great exceptional let me do the word exceptional so it is not automatic you have to play your part it takes a lot of work work is involved commitment is involved have you listened to to audios to seminars have you attended seminars of marriages how many books have you read on marriages because you see youth of nowadays what we just do is that we just venture into things without full knowledge even the bible says my people perish because of lack of knowledge you want to venture into a business you are not aware of what it entails to survive to thrive in that kind of business you just venture into it you want to venture into ministry you don't know what it entails how many people's lives in ministry how many of their books have you read have you read how they're able to deal with those times since they've gone through have you have you how many just saying okay you want to get married how many books have you read how do you prepare for marriage because most people prepare start preparing marriage they don't prepare for marriage you need to prepare for marriage because it's a lifetime contract there will be times in which both of you might not even be seeing that lovey dovey love because it's not going to be 24 7 that it's lovey 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 love oh i'm in love i'm in love there'll be times in which you'll be seeing things from different perspective okay how you use fork to to crack off the egg we use when in our house oh how do you use fork are you from a village mm, you must know you can balance it and turn it into a joke you must know how to your wife is busy in the kitchen she's sweating you are relaxing watching Manchester United versus Arsenal as she's doing that the phone is ringing the baby is crying I am just there like where is the chicken ring the chicken I cannot even lend a helping hand and she's shouting you are just sitting there in the kitchen and the wife too, you need to learn how to talk you need to learn how to respect your husband and as once you have a role to play, you need to know how to help your wife. You see, there are so many things that we really need to learn. I just thought, okay, the money is there, I'm ready, let's go down the altar, let's do this. Yes, the DJ, the event planner, the cameraman, yes, my filler, my gilly. It's more than that. It is more than that. Have you sorted out the issues of what you want to do with, deal with your in-laws? Have you? Okay, they'll be coming for three months. Okay, we don't want anybody. We want them for six, we want them for ten months. Okay, we'll be going there every five, five months to greet them. Have you? You need to sort out these things. You need to. Okay, my friends, you need to see about your friends. Okay, this has to get to be our friends because you cannot have your friend in which your spouse does not approve of or is an enemy of your spouse and that person is your own best friend or your own friend. No. To crack your marriage. It cannot work like that. So, any path that you've chosen to go to, to venture into after NYC, what plans, what preparations are you making towards them? You are going next to become the MD of your dad's company. What have you learned? How are you developing yourself? Or you are just shouting up and down that, okay, my car, my Jeep is at home, my website is at home. Yes, my own magic is there. How do you think, okay, business, a company should be run? What are the things? Have you ever sat down to hear, to listen to words of wisdom from your father? Life after NYC is not a joke. 
It's not a joke. It is to prepare you for the future. And that future, and once you finish the NYSE stage, the future starts now for you. And the future will not wait for you to be preparing. The future needs to meet you prepared. It needs to meet you prepared. Because of our time, I'll wrap up this segment. And if you have questions, of course, you know, be free to reach out to us at um, bmfmatiawo.com. And, you know, we'll be receiving messages from people, how the podcast has um, affected them and how they've been able to take conscious and deliberate actions. Yes, that is what we want. Yes, not just hear us, do us, do us, do us. And you see results. And you see results. So I want to challenge us again. For you out there that you are in this phase, for you out there that are going to send it to somebody who really needs it, life after NYC, it's not a joke. You need to prepare adequately. You need to know where you are going to. You need to know what you want to do. And you need to start on time. Enough of playing around maybe with your undergraduate days. Enough of wasting time. The time is now. You need to live ready. You need to be prepared. You need to live ready. You need to be prepared. You want to study for your course. Are you saving up? Or is everything your scoundrel? Okay. When the Alawi enters, oh, let me go to Chicken Republic. Let me take ice cream. Yes. I cannot come and kill myself. Oh, I've suffered throughout the month. Then you need to spend the whole. No. You save. You save. You save. And this is where it comes into your skills. Those little, little skills can even fetch you money. Why are you doing your NYC? Might be something that might be working for somebody in Lagos, I in Enugu, or in Eboy. That's why I said, thank God for technology. So you need to plan, draw that map out, ask your maker, where does he want you to go to? What next? And you start on time. And you start on time. And I know you won't fail your generation. I know because I believe in you. You are unique, you are loaded. Never ever underrate yourself. Never ever feel worthless of yourself. Never ever be depressed. Never ever have lose self-esteem of yourself. No. No. You're a change maker. You're full of potentials, full of talent, full of giftings. Discover them. Maximize them. Impact lives. Bring about value. Make the world a better place. And you see yourself on your way to the top. I believe in you. So you too got to believe in yourself. So thank you so much for listening thus far to this episode on Life After NYC as a wrap of this segment today. Yeah. So tell somebody about this. Share the link. Share. It doesn't cost anything. Just share. Just share. Yes. I know you enjoy sharing those pictures, you know those whatsapp short videos that someone will be laughing behind the scene at the back <laughs> share this share this share it and let somebody's life be changed okay somebody's life out there be changed okay thank you once again my dear listener yes it's always an exciting time to be here to release episodes for you guys every now and then thank you so much until next time, tell somebody about my FM. Love you guys and remain. I remain your favorite anchor, host, Abimbola AA. 
to have a wonderful day bye